0: Right after we see a train getting derailed in Ohio, we see a factory blow up and cause about 15 people to get burned and one person to be airlifted to the nearest hospital. Also in the news, we have a balloon hobbyist group reporting their $12 balloon missing in action. Pete Buttigieg judges finally responding to the Ohio train derailment, and the response is of course not good. Without further ado, let's begin. I got facts over facts over tracks this and that, spitting slow spitting fast like a roast I could gas, think I'm okay, alas, but I don't know if that can erase all the past Pete Buttigieg, for those of you that do not know and just you know you're not missing a lot is a Department of Transportation secretary and the only reason why he actually got the job was because he's gay and was mayor of a small town where he ignored the potholes, which in the Joe Biden administration puts you above the rest of them in terms of qualifications. With that being on his resume, he was then elected to be the the Department of Transportation Secretary. And since he had this job in 2020, he has done absolutely nothing for the American people while taking maternity leave countless different times. So with that being out of the way, we know what we're dealing with in terms of qualification. We know what we're dealing with With in terms of, you know, the ability of getting your job done. We know what we're dealing with and all of these things. That's exactly why he says in his own words that thousands of trains get derailed every single year. So he does not find this being a big deal at all. But it is a big deal because people do not have their homes. People are homeless because they cannot go back to their home because of radioactive toxic chemicals that are in the air. That is what Pete Buttigieg is dealing with right now and he has no idea how to fix this he has no idea even where to start so what he has is a rally Here's a rally just to talk to people but he doesn't care about this situation he just wants to talk about anything except for this situation so with that being said we're going to dig into a dozen things. I don't ever slow up no I don't think. Got no Starting with the first article, we actually have an article from the New York Post. Joe Biden mocked for shooting down a potential $12 hobby balloon. Republicans, conservatives, and others have mocked the Biden administration's decision, decision to use a $400,000 missile to shoot down what may turn out to be a $12 hobby balloon last weekend, with some calling it an expensive way to eliminate a, quote, kids science project. The Northern Illinois bottle cap balloon by grade told Aviation Week that one of its tracked balloons vanished on February 11. Around the same time, President Biden gave orders to shoot down the mystery object over Canada's Yukon territory with the White House. While the White House hasn't confirmed that the Illinois um, enthusiast club fears that its balloon has been destroyed, the re... The revolution, the revolution triggered prompt j- jarring on social media. To be fair, Biden is providing a sick power deterrence for any high school science clubs that might try to invade America, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas tweeted. President Biden needs to tell the American people whether this is true. Cruz added a follow-up tweet. Former President Donald Trump's oldest son, don jr also chimed in tweeting biden shot down some kids science project with a four hundred thousand dollar side wonder missile the younger trump added that biden has admitted that there uh, that the three unidentified objects taken out by the military after the shoot down of a chinese spy balloon were just likely used for research or recreation former rep peter meyer called the Odeal the, quote, Great Balloon Panic of 2023. Rest in peace to the Northern Illinois' Bottle Cap Balloon Burgerade, a, around an $80 ham radio transmitter balloon, likely the victim of a of friendly fire by a $143,000... Oh, wait, oh, my mistake. 143 million USAF F-22 firing a 485000 AM. 9X Sidewinder missile during the Great Balloon Panic of 2023, his tweet said. Meanwhile, left wing journalist Max Bluntthiel suggested Biden takedown orders were to quote prove his manhood. A F 22, which costs around $85,000 an hour to fly, used a $450,000 missile to take down a $12 hobby balloon belonging to the Northern Illinois' Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. All so Biden can prove his manhood to Rep. Margie T- Taylor Greene, he tweeted. Turning Point USA Charlie Kirk added, Biden let an actual Chinese spy balloon cross 2,000 miles of American airspace untouched. Now he fakes being tough by shooting down a $12 science project from the kid, and I kidnap you not, Northern Illinois, no- Northern Illinois bottle cap balloon brigade. Shot down. Okay, that's exactly what I've read. The brigade has said that its Pico balloon, a silver-coated cylind- cylindrical-shaped s- object, reported its lost position at eight, 38,910 feet off the west coast of Alaska on February 10th. By the following day, the balloon, based on the, its projected path, would have been over the central part of Canada's Yukon Territory, which was around the same time an Air Force F-22 shot down an unidentified object in the same area. The Enthusiast Group, which is dedicated to creating, releasing, and tracking homemade balloons, declared its K9YO device missing in action on Saturday. The group's balloon was equipped with a small GPS transmitter and an antenna, allowing the group to track it via ham radio. Such balloons usually float around until they are brought down by bad weather or damaged. In addition to Saturday's takedown, the United States drowned down airborne objects over Alaska on Friday and Lake Huron on Sunday. Biden finally addressed the unprecedented military action on Thursday, telling Americans that there was no evidence that three unidentified objects were nefarious. We don't know yet what these three objects were he said but nothing nothing suggests right now that they are related to china's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from any other country authorities are still trying to recover the debris from the three recently downed objects late Thursday, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police said that it has suspe- suspended the research for the balloon shot down over Lake Huron. Of course, because they know that they're going to find the balloon, and they know that it's going to be the $12 balloon that, that the battle cap Brigade in in Illinois is trying to find, and this is going to be an embarrassment to Joe Biden and Canada alike. Moving with the first article, we actually, I mean, the second article, we actually have breaking news. James O'Keefe says that he has been stripped of power at Project Veritas. James O'Keefe announced a break with Project Veritas, the investigative group he founded, while hinting at a new journalism venture in the future. In a video posted on Venmo on Monday, O'Keefe said that he was stripped of all decision-making decision, decision making last week. He was described some clashes with the leadership. O'Keefe, who was standing in a Project Veritas office, said that he was removed of his authority of, as CEO for at least 180 days and removed from the Project Veritas board of directors, citing board meeting notes. Currently, I have no job at Project Veritas, he added. Quote, I have no position here based upon what the board has done. So I'm announcing to all of you today on President's Day, I'm packing up my personal belongings here. O'Keefe also claimed that he had issued an ultimatum to the board to resign, which was not needed. And he hinted at the future beyond Project Veritas. Our mission continues. I'm not done. The mission will perhaps take on a new name, he said. The Project Veritas board released a statement on Monday evening saying O'Keefe has been suspended um, indefinitely pending a third-party investigative audit report. The statement said that O'Keefe not only faced allegations of financial malfeasance, but also improperly fired the group's chief financial officer. Even with all the public fallout, the board still wants to speak with James, the board said. We will not fire him, nor do we want him to resign. We would like to continue conversations with James to resolve internal matters rather than legitimate this, them pu- publicly. O'Keefe, who founded the nonprofit famous for its sting operations in 2011, claimed that he had issued an ultimatum to the board to resign, which was not ne- heeded. Word of the internal staff at, at Project Veritas burst into the public view when New York Magazine influencer website reported on February 8th that James O'Keefe took a paid leave from his leadership position while the board weighed his future with the company. The report said Project Veritas Executive Director Daniel Strack told staffers in an internal memo that O'Keefe would be taking a few weeks of well-deserved PTO. PTO. Around this time, it was revealed that 16 staffers signed the letter dated February 6th, raising several allegations that James O'Keefe Including he, including that he was outright cruel to members of the group. James has became a power drunk tyrant, and he is exactly who petition pondifies pondific, pondificates on who we should be exposing. The letter said, "Of course he, because he's the he's the boss." Like, what do you? Project Veritas released a statement on the evening of February 8th, saying that it was a broadly it was broadly in response to news reports. That Project Veritas Board of Directors and Management are constantly evaluating the best path forward for this organization, the statement read in part. The statement, which noted Project Veritas has a 65 plus employees, did not directly address the situation involving O'Keefe. With O'Keefe's future in Project Veritas in question, Twitter user Swig shared an image of a seasoned assist letter from a law firm representing donors addressed to the Project Veritas board of directors, raising concerns about any effort to remove the founder. Strack released another statement on February 4- 15, asserting James has not been removed from Project Veritas, and James is the hardest working person I have ever met. Strack said. Those who know him know that he will not take time off unless forced to. The controversy follows p- videos of Project Veritas' sting operation showing an alleged Pfizer research director on hidden camera, surprisingly spilling, uh, seemingly spilling COVID secrets and then having a meltdown when confronted, being watched millions of times. In his video address, addressed Reese. In his video address released Monday, O'Keefe said that he does not have, quote, answers for why the board is taking action against him. But I'm confident that those reasons and motivations will come to light, he said. So, and I completely, see, I kind of know why they're doing this. It's because he just broke the story with, with the Pfizer executive. So, if if I'm going to go on my um, tin hat here, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, listen, this is because he did break the story. If he didn't break the story, then... It would be all good. Moving on to the next article, we actually have a Federalist um, article. We have, By exposing Hamilton68, the Twitter files prove that Deep State is a weapon aimed directly at you. In a recent addition to the Twitter files, Matt Taibbi revealed to the public how Twitter, the preferred social media platform for politicians, academics, and journalists, co-opted the algorithmic blacklist for a bipartisan Neoliberal propaganda outfit known as Hamilton 68. Hamilton 68 was a digital dashboard that, as my colleague Emily Jeshkini recently discussed, was used to perpetrate the mainstream myth of Russian influence in American politics through algorithmic censorship and suppression. But it wasn't just egghead professors, left wing activist journalists, and the tragically narcissist Adam Schiff who perpetrated the thorough, thoroughly reputed, rep, repudiated lie that Russia determined the outcome of the 2016 presidential election by hijacking the Internet. Hamilton 68 was the uh, was of unique interest to the unelected members of the American government who staff the national bureaucracy and composed the federal... Civ- civil service it was and still and likely still is used by those bureaucrats on a regular basis to substitute and launder bogus intel into the government's policy making narrative to future to further establish a rule of permanent bureaucracy and chip away at the democratic nature of the american republic Amanda Millis, a former member of the Trump administration and the former Deputy Assistant Secretary for Content in, state, in the State Department, recently confirmed this when speaking to the Federalist. Outsourcing intelligence makes being corrupt easier. According to Millis, from the day Hamilton 68 went online, senior officials at the State Department were elected because it enabled them to efficiently outsource large swaths of their information sourcing for communications naturally this was huge time saver since everything was 100 times redundant and having access to pre-sorted and verified intel from somewhere you trust while trying to maintain a fast paced digital communications bureau with 24 access 24 hours access to the rest of the world would be a massive time saver one uh, once the department began to process intel from Hamilton 68 they insisted that they would they could use that they could quote use it as a tool to track all the russian misinformation which at the moment in 2016 2017 was a shiny ball of foreign policy milanos noted that the, with the election of donald trump there was a distant shift in the bureaucracy exposing priorities previously the federal government had been preoccupied with the global war on terrorism but along with trump asc- ascension to the presidency, federal agencies began to place a disappropriate emphasis on utilizing public-private partnerships to root out alleged Russian influence. Another foreign senior government official recently suggested that information-based information operations, a practice that in the digital era found its root in GWOT, was found to be useful in the democratic domestic private sector as well. And this is likely how Hamilton 68 came into being. Individuals who has acquired specific skills while serving the country brought those skills home and began using them in service of political goals. And experiences experience with the State Department's, quote, bot detection efforts that were meant to keep tabs on people spreading Russian disinformation, online substances, that uh, this, she affirmed she affirmed, that the pro, pra, she affirmed that the public-private partnership between the federal bureaucracy and big tech in particular established a sense of comfort and familiarity between the two bodies. Because bureaucrats were able to take free trips to Silicon Valley and hang out with the people from Google and Facebook and Twitter, the managerial elite in both entities knew that they were operating in the same wavelength. This additionally time likely provided both groups reassurance that their ideological groups were similar in that they would have allies to, in the quest to de- delegitimize the Stonewall Trump's presidency. Swamp creatures tend to be lazy. Once Hamilton 68 came online, an inordinate amount of attention was placed on 644, 644 Twitter accounts that were flagged as bots, spreading res- Russian misinformation. Or disinformation. Thanks to Taibbi's reporting, it is now public. It is now publicly documented that these accounts were overwhelmingly run by American citizens and other Western civilization civilizations with no connection to Russia whatsoever. But to the people involved in the in conservative politics at the time, it was clear that Hamilton 68 was a con. It was run by teams that ran RussiaGate. So this was yet another aim at their public attack on Trump and Trump supporters. Millis said, I was looking at the list of users and I was like, quote, bro, my secret handle is on there. Like all of my friends are on there. I know these people. They are not bots. Millis stated that the individuals behind Hamilton 68 was directly provided, were directly, quote, providing someone or multiple people at the State Department with the list of accounts being algorithmically monitored such collusion would indicate that the government was effectively taking orders from a politically based third party about which private citizens it should monitor suppress and allow to be labeled by the corporate media um and despite the fact that and now we can deduce the people behind hamilton 68 knew what they were doing was fraudulent and the users were also algorithmically placed on those created curated lists had information about them used to source not only news stories about a m- malicious foreign pre- presence in the American domestic issues, but as the basis of intel used in reports within the federal agencies. Furthermore, the data analytics included included alongside Hamilton 68's information were frequently d- um, drastically inflated to manufacture a sense of severity. Milius said further indicating to her and to some of those with whom she worked that the entire project was bogus. When data analysts analysts in the State Department would compare the analytics provided by Hamilton 68 with the actual data from the monitored accounts traffic, they would find massive discrepancies, she noted. The people behind Hamilton 68 were blatantly lying, and if these people looked in the right places, the lies would fall apart. But because their numbers, who were few, and leadership enjoyed the convenience of a pre-sorted intel, Hamilton 68 continued to be utilized by the State Department. The state, the deep state, is a hammer. Everything else is a nail. Even Joel Roth, the former head of Trust and Safety at Twitter, knew that Hamilton 68 was bogus, and there was no reason to believe the 6s, 15s in the state department had a good faith reason to accept it at face value after all bureaucrats overwhelmingly favored hillary clinton in 2016 so why wouldn't they take the chance at sabotaging someone who they believed would lead the united states down a wrong path i agree Milius con- contends that the political bias of enriched bureaucrats who made decisions in federal agencies played a key role in deciding the to utilize a tool that hamilton 68 subsequently Prolonging the narrative of Russian collusion. They wanted Russian collusion to be so badly true, she said. They felt like they were foreign fighters. In their own minds, every Trump appointee was probably a Russian plant because in their minds, Trump was a Russian plant. The quote... The whole media pretended that the Russian gate thing was real. It didn't just affect citizens. It affected everyone who worked in Washington, D.C., which includes everybody that worked in the State Department and the CIA, and more, she continued. These people were going home at night, being told Trump and his people were Russian agents, and then would come into work with the idea that they were going to save America from us. If Trump and everybody affected if Trump and everybody affiliated with him were Russian assets, and the Russian assets posee, pose pose an, an external threat to the country, why wouldn't a well-meaning new hire of the State Department who wants to grow his career treat an intelligence briefing source from Hamilton 68 with the utmost importance if his boss told him to? Exactly. What else is being used against us? Whether they were... Conditioned by their supporters, superiors in big tech or not, hundreds of if not thousands of entry, middle entry and middle level bureaucrats perpetrated the Russian the lie that the Russian government hijacked American politics. They, along with the corporate media and the universities, went along with this narrative to weaponize so- society against people, American citizens who supported a democracy, a democrat, a, demor- a democratically who supported an elected president from a major political party taibbi's reporting shows that hamilton 68 was used by big tech and the corporate media to perpetrate the myth of russian collision but by unfairly suppressing and regulating speech online Melius' experiences at the state department indicates how it was used to weaponize one of the most important parts of the federal government against the american people both narratives likely only give us a look under the hood we know that they're the Hamilton dashboard, which is still operational, Albert, albeit under the slightly different moniker of Hamilton 2.0, solely because of new Twitter files. And we know of the use of Hamilton 60 in the at the State Department because of the people like Milius who are willing to share their stories. We have no reason to believe that Hamilton. Hamilton 2.0 isn't being used by the government, nor do we know systems similar to the Hamilton dashboard are being used to um, curate lists of people on the platforms other than Twitter. But we do know that unelected members of the government are weaponizing themselves against the American people in collaboration with the private sector as they chip away at a democratic, democratic republic, and this is irrefutable. So the question remains, what else... And the united states government using to monitor its citizens while mobilizing against democratic targets who have done nothing wrong so i completely agree with this article if you are sitting here and all, all you just believe a certain way why should you be banned from tw- twitter why should you be surprised why should you be monitored by our very people that we elected to protect and serve us you should not be monitored because you have the right to say whatever you want, because that's freedom of speech. That's the First Amendment right. Moving on to the next article from the Daily Wire, we actually have Montana officials dismiss explosion rumor after viral video sets internet abuzz. Moving with the article, a viral video shows up what appears to be an explosion rocking the skies of s- over southern Montana. The video posted to Twitter belongs Billings montana represented dolly moore shows the aftermath of the explosion and this is exactly what i was talking about before this is the explosion that happened at the factor the video posted to twitter by belongs montana represented dolly moore shows the aftermath of the explosion a large smoke trail can be seen falling downward across the sky officials in the state have denied reports of the explosion but the video has got Garnered more than 2 million views on Twitter in a little over f- a few hours. In an interview with The Daily Wire, Miss Moore said that she began recording when she saw a plane, then an explosion. I just started snapping photos with my phone, and then I saw the plane fly over, Moore told The Daily Wire over the phone. It shook my office window. Officials have denied reports of the explosion, however. We are aware of the video being shared on Twitter and claims of a massive explosion over Billings. The city of Billings tweeted Friday night. However, our police department, fire, and airport have not been called to any incidents related to this video. And there has not been any crane, pl- crane pl- plane crashes picked up on the radar. Moore said that she saw the plane flying over the house. She, ran, she then ran to her window and began filming. Shortly afterward, she says that she saw a large explosion and then began recording in the video. An object? descends from the sky very slowly while a large long smoke trail follows behind be- follows behind okay so this is actually not the factory this is actually something different so why is everything i'm just going to double check here why is everything okay why is everything either happening in montana alaska or ohio those are the only three things that that things are happening in like Why is this... What's the connection being made? Moore said that the object moved more slowly down. Like nothing she has ever seen before. I remember in middle school where I saw the space shuttle Challenger explosion, she said. Debris went everywhere. This is not like that. This was one big object like a mushroom in the sky, but very slowly coming down. You know when you see a plane crash on TV and it's going to be... It's all going very fast? This was like that, she said. She was... She also reported seeing jet fighters flying over her home two nights earlier. She also reported seeing black Black Hawk helicopters flying over the area as of 10:58 p.m. EST Friday night. The aircraft flight tracker website FlightRadar24 shows one Blackhead, Black Hawk helicopter flying around Billings. We've confirmed that with Montana DES and Governor Gian Ford Ford that there was had not been any explosions in or around or across Montana, Montana. The city added, "They are aware of the video, and it could be, and it cannot be sustained. Furthermore, Yellowstone County Sheriff Mike Lender told local news outlet kulr eight that it was trying to verify the video and was not able to contact Miss Moore and did not receive complaints from any other witnesses. But Montana Republican Congressman Matt. Rosendiel expressed concern about the reports. I am genuinely concerned with the lack of transparency about our original Chinese spy balloon and the potential unexplained explosions above Billings, he tweeted. I've reached out to the commanding officer of Malostorm Air Force Base for details. Ms. Moore told the Daily Wire that the video is legitimate and we have no reason to make this up, Moore said. And her husband both said over the phone, we are not techies and we don't know how to do that it is not known whether the event has anything to do with the suspected chinese balloon over montana on thursday officials said that the balloon has moved over the in had moved over the state of kansas friday afternoon okay so there's just weird things going on did do you think that aliens exploded the united states i think that this is what's going on i think that et is trying to phone home And the quicker that we give him our cellular device to just call his mommy, I think that that will fix all of our problems. So with that being said, I'm going to finish off this episode on that note because that's the best note that we can leave it off on. Thank you all for watching and I hope that you enjoyed this video. If you did enjoy this episode, please review and like down below so I do know that you like this kind of stuff and subscribe because we do post every single Monday.